guys, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Opinionations podcast with me, your host, Alicia Ravenberg. It is currently 520 in the morning on May 4th. Um, four years ago, I woke up around this time to get ready to go to Albany Med to be induced. And later that day, I had Fifi, my little Taurus son, um, she is a Taurus sun, a Leo rising, and a Sagittarius moon. We'll get into that as time goes on. But what I'm saying is, um, today's her birthday, so I woke up extra early to make her, she requested pancakes, so I'm going to make her um, four little pancakes in the shape of the number four, because today is her fourth birthday. Um, I don't know if you can hear the exhaustion in my voice, but it's there. She's alive and well. Um, I'm, I plan on making two pots of coffee today. So Raya was up all night long. She, um, had a, she's my, she's my whitest kid that I have. She's a very white baby and, um, she can't have a diaper on for too long. And, um, so she has a horrible diaper rash and that's what was keeping her up all night long. And I was like, oh my God. So, um, which ties into my my main topic of Mother's Day because everyone I posted um, yesterday wasn't it yesterday yeah because today's Tuesday hold on sip of coffee mm. I posted about motherhood or Mother's Day and um, everyone's like oh my god I love this and they all wrote me and they um, women who have gone through you know pregnancy loss and or infant loss I'm sorry and pregnancy struggles. Um, it made them feel good to know that like me, a woman who has, you know, I have my children with me, acknowledge their children. And, um, that's what this episode's about today. It's about, and well, I'm going to talk about sun signs and rising in your moon, um, and why it's important and, um, why you may not always feel that you fit the, um, quote unquote stereotype that is your sign. So if you are an Aquarius and you feel like, I don't really, like if you look up what an Aquarius is and you just don't feel that way, I totally get it. Mm. And that's why you have to look into your other signs. And it's actually really important to have, you know, you know, all of your planets, what house they're in and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, but I'm just letting you know, like my dad is an Aquarius and I kid you not, he is not that. <laughs> he is not an Aquarius. Um, but anyway, getting to the point. So yes, so I'm up. I am working or doing my best, um, as every mother does, for Fifi's birthday because it is a Tuesday. So she has to go to school. I have to go to work. We have, you know, life goes on. And she has a princess birthday party this weekend. I bought her a pink princess dress off Amazon. Um, all of her girlfriends are coming that they're, they're all wearing, um, princess dresses. So everybody gets to come in costume. I have a princess, um, bounce house, which I, by the way, everybody asked me who I use. I use Andrew's bounce house. Um, he's a super sweet guy. He's very attractive. I don't know if he's single, but you should look into it. Have him, you know, blow up a bounce house. Like I said, very attractive very good looking man, in my opinion. I mean, he might not be, Brian hates that I think he's cute. It's really funny. Um, he's decently priced. He comes with a buddy. It 
it's at, I think he uses like his actual truck. It's a nice Toyota Tacoma. It's beige. It's like a 2020. It's nice. He's got money, honey. Um, and I know he's got money because I'm paying him $325 for this freaking bounce house. And I'm only one. Now, mind you, so every year, which by the way, I've only used him. This will be like the second year I use him. Um, around Phoebe's birthday, there is a woman out there who gets the princess bounce house before I do. Now, here's, t- here's what I'm saying. There are two bounce houses. One is princess which has like the print like Snow White and stuff. And it's like a castle and it's like, it's expensive. And then there is like a pink and purple castle princess. And that one's like a hundred bucks. And I always want that one. And they never have it. The same, we, every year, it's the same, pardon. It's the same thing. I'm like, why? So if you are the woman listening who steals my daughter's bounce house every year on her birthday, I'm coming for you next year, girl. Okay? Anyway, moving on. I can't focus on that. So I have so much to do. I don't know if you guys are party planners. I'm a huge, huge party planner. I know if you guys have been listening to my my podcast, I love hosting. I love entertaining. I love having people over. I love having wine at my house. I love having coffee at my house. I love, I don't know. I don't like charcuterie bards. I think they're overrated. I think it's weird. I'm not a, I don't eat cold cheese, so it's not, you're not going to impress me with your burrata with honey and jam. It's just not. Um, I will probably, like if someone ever put out a charcuterie bard, I would, I, what am I saying? Bard, board. Um, I'll probably only eat the toast, you know, and like a fancy butter if there's that and like some nuts, um, some dried fruit. I probably would eat those, but I will not eat the cheese and I probably won't eat the meat. Um, that's just like, that's just like something they're just always like so salty. I'm just like not interested. I don't like salami. Um, I don't know how you guys pronounce it, but my aunt told me it's pronounced gabagol. I don't think that's how you actually pronounce it in Italian, but that's just how she taught me. Um, which later found out I always used to call it capicola because I'm American and I, that's how I read it. And then my aunt had this mental breakdown, just gabagol. I'm like, yeah, okay. It makes no sense, but whatever. So now I just, I just say it the way she says it. Um, but I wouldn't eat it because it's too salty. I don't like, I like salty meat if they're like burnt, like I will, I will eat a ham steak. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I don't do charcuterie boards, but I will have, you know, cheese, like, like if someone else did it for me, I'd feel obligated and I would try my best, but you can really just impress me with like Price Chopper cheese slices, Colby Jack specifically. And I can't, and I can barely even do that. You know, they come in squares. I cut it in half because I can't do the whole square. Cold cheese, there's just something about it that just throws me right the hell off. I actually didn't even start eating bagels and cream cheese until like two years ago, I think. I think it was like two yeah it was like recently where I was like wow this is good I didn't even start eating cheesecake till a couple years ago we had a co-worker's birthday we went to um cheesecake machismo 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 the best cheesecake in the world in the world I actually I don't know if that's true I have not traveled the world as I have not left Troy New York um but I can vouch for anywhere else 
in the capital region that cheesecake machismo is 10 out of 10 i also oh i did have um do you know who mrs kisses is i don't do you guys remember do you guys remember the 518 foodies do you guys remember them they were like a cult for like a minute they were like the thing to be in in the 518 they made you feel like if you did not follow their facebook page you were not it and they, they came out like during covid hold on I'm not going to lie. I was a frequent 518 foodies. I was going to restaurants specifically because the women of 518 foodies told me so. That's going to be the title of the the women of 518 foodies told me so. Um, But yeah, no, they were like a cult. So they, they came out like in the middle of the pandemic. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure. That's at least when I started following them. And they would just drag restaurants, right? And then the public was able to also drag restaurants. And then they would become things. And then they would get like 518 foodie discounts. And I remember one time I was at the Bishop, ready? I don't know if you guys ever been to the Bishop. Um, it's in Albany. It, it's amazing. Oh my God. It's amazing. Love it there. They were there while I was there once. And they they acted as if they were um, the Hadid sisters themselves. They came in. She's like, I'm a part of the 518 Foodies. And I mean, the restaurant, the restaurant staff bent over backwards for this woman. Okay. Bent over and was like, we're here for you, ma'am. And I just, I literally couldn't even eat my dinner. I was like watching them and all. She acted as if she had a friend come in we went to the bishop she went she came from i think she was like from long island or jersey or something and they came in she goes hi i'm so and so with 518 foodies and they and the whole staff was like <gasps> you know falling over whatever she's like i brought my friend here from jersey and da, 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 da. and they were like oh my god that's amazing duh and they set up this whole thing and she's like my daughter's graduating from you albany oh so it has to be long island because everybody knows if you're not from around here and you go to Albany, you are definitely from the city. Because people from Long Island, like what Albany is to them is what like Oneana is to us. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Like Albany is like the Long Island of, well, I'm far enough from home, but still close. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so they came in and they acted as if they were the Hadid system, sisters themselves. They were champagne and laughing it up. And she was like, yeah, I'm with, it's just like, you could just tell she was like egocentrical, like was like, I am a 518 foodie or, you know, a, a director or whatever of it. And I, of course had to watch them the entire time because I'm obsessed with these people. And then it just hit me. I was like, she thinks she has this like crazy power because she gets on Facebook and she rates food. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. I want to be that. She's no Raina Greenberg. If you know who I'm talking about, um, Girls Gotta Eat. I don't know if you, you guys listen to that podcast. I was into it for a while. Then I stopped only because um, I just didn't feel like I related to them as much as I want I wanted to. Um, I also think Raina's, I think they're like kind of, how do I put it? Brash, if you will. Harsh. Brash. I think I want to say brash. I don't find sex jokes funny. 
I don't know about you guys. I'm just not. I'm just not into. Oh, that's what she said. Like I, I don't care for penis jokes. I don't care for. I just don't find sex humor funny. Like it's just like tacky. It's just like overplayed. It's just maybe like I've already heard it. I don't know. But it's just it's just not my thing. Um, if you make a sex joke towards me about me with me at me whatever, I am immediately turned off from the conversation. Like immediately turned off. And I actually probably want to leave your presence. So just know that. So if you ever make one of those around me, just know like I'm probably going to scoot a boot, try to find my way out because I just don't find it funny. And I find people who find that stuff funny mentally um, immature. And I just, I cannot do it. I cannot have my brain around people who find shit like that funny. Um, But sorry, getting back. So 518 foodies, hold on. I have to do like a, like a, um, what is it called? like connect the dots. Cause I have to get back to what I was trying to say. Cause I wanted to get into motherhood. I wanted to get into, um, astrology. And then somehow I ended up in the 518 foodies. I was really obsessed though. I was really obsessed with, with how obsessed I was obsessed with how obsessed they were with like the, the foods around here. Um, but, Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Another great cheesecake that I've had. Um, Mrs. Kisses. She was a woman of the pandemic. Okay. She thrived. Um, you know, like cookie, pardon, cookies were a thing. Um, cheesecake was like desserts. There's people, there are people out there and I'm not, I'm not trying to bash it. I just, this is just my opinion. Okay. There are people out there who literally are trying to make money on the side. And I love the hustle. I love the game. They're probably doing a lot better than I am. I'm actually blocked by one of them um, <laughs> for other different reasons. But um, they make they make like a killing off of like chocolate-covered strawberries. Like all they do is like, they, and I'm not saying it's not an art form. I've definitely seen beautiful chocolate. But like I have never once thought to myself, I'm going to spend the extra money pay someone else to dip strawberries in chocolate and then make art out of them. Because you want to know what? I have never once went to a party and wanted to eat a, um, like if I went to a Halloween party and I saw like a Freddy Krueger strawberry, like they designed Freddy Krueger's face on a strawberry. I don't want to eat that. That's art. I'm not eating that. It's too much. I just want milk chocolate on my strawberries. That's all I want. Just a nice chocolate covered strawberry milk chocolate preferred. I do like a white chocolate every here and there, but preferably milk. I'm not in, I'm not at the age where dark chocolate is my favorite yet. I'm working on it. I'm sure I'll get there because, um, as of late, I am super into wine and I was never really into wine. Um, and then I've noticed that as I started this podcast, I have been super into it because I've been hosting a lot. Mm. And then there goes that downward spiral. But yeah, Mrs. Kisses does this um, strawberry. It's like, you know, those um, ice creams that have like the strawberry crumble on it. And it's like strawberry shortcake. She has those crumbles and it's just, oh, it's so good. Um, My Toby's friend, Deb, she's she's a good family friend of mine now that, you know, because of Toby. But Um, she ordered one and I, she gave a slice to Toby and I swear to God, I inhaled it. I inhaled it. I was like, this is a Mrs. Kisses 
cheesecake and Toby's like yeah you you want it and I was like yes I want it inhaled it was delicious again cheesecake machismo and them ugh, beautiful there's also this vegan cake place that my friends um I was actually um organizing my photos again I will stop chit-chatting in a minute but like I've been awake since three okay and I've I've only had half a cup of coffee so um it, it could be worse that's all I'm saying mm. There's also this place in Albany that I got this beautiful vegan cake. So I was going through my photos over um, the summer because I need photos for my podcast profile, obviously, like, dear. And um, I was looking at, first, my friends, apparently there's a lot of September birthdays. And my friends were throwing a September birthday party and um, invited all of the the people of September to come over. And um, what was nice was, so they're actually, they're Sam's friends. I call them Sam's friends. They're now my my friends because, well, sorry, Sam, you missed out. Um, But his friends, Allie and Whitney, they're twins. They're, I think they're identical. I mean, to me, I can tell the difference. I don't, I never asked them actually if they were identical twin sisters or not. Um, but they're twins. They're super cool. They're cancers. They're born on July 6th, which is also my brother's birthday. So it's very easy to re- for me to remember their birthdays. Um, but they threw us a birthday party and it was so nice. They invited Brian and they had Brian's name put on the cake. And it was just like, it's just so cute when I have those two worlds collide. You know what I mean? Like they're just so welcoming people. Oh, and it turns out Brian's actually related to them in like this very long, distant way. Um, but yeah. Brian is related to Sam's best friends of since like second grade. Fun fact, the world is small and we just don't really realize how small the world is. Um, but yeah, they made this, first of all, they had this beautiful vegan cake. I also had it made for my friend Zara when she came here. Um, for her birthday, it was so good. It's like vegan desserts are top tier. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, the sun is coming up. Um, vegan desserts are top tier. I'm going to Zara's house in September. She lives, I think she lives in like Williamsburg. I'm actually, you want to know, I'm going to check her location right now because she shares her location with me and I never know which city she lives in. I, unless she's not Williamsburg, New York, New York. Um, she lives right next to this. Um, okay, hold on. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, it's Williamsburg. <laughs> um, she lives right next to this delicious, and when I say delicious, I mean delicious, vegan donut spot. And it's like famous. And she's like, hey, by the way, I live right there. So you obviously know where we're going in, um, in June because she she knows she knows that I want to go there she knows she actually like well she wouldn't have told me if she didn't want me to know um but yeah delicious food vegans know what the fuck is up when it comes to desserts and you can fight me on that I'm willing to throw hands for I'm like trying to see if I can first of all I literally could not imagine oh my god owning up a restaurant in New York City. I am looking at her location right now. 
holy Juan Kenobi, Batman, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I think, is that what it, no, that's a, that's a clothing store. There's a crystal boutique right next to her house. How fitting for me, not for her. She's not a crystal gal. Not that I know of. I would get her one. There is, it's somewhere, it's somewhere. There's a Planet Fitness. Wow. I'm, I'm like calling her out. Like calling her out. Ooh. Yeah, she's in like a beautiful part of Williamsburg. But anyway, moving on. So, um, we, vegan desserts, 10 out of 10. But I want to get back to my story. Speaking of vegan desserts, don't forget to get your mom something for Mother's Day. She deserves treats. Okay, your mother deserves the world. And let me tell you why. I'm a mother, okay? <laughs> and I think I think every woman deserves the world, first of all. I think women in general deserve everything that life has to offer because women are magic. And I will also throw hands on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, oh, here we go. Let's Let's do this. Ready? Today, May 3rd, 2022, Fifi turns four. The queen, Queen La Fifa, Fufa La Fee, Fifi, the queen, Jelly Bean herself. We love her. We love to love her. She's a strong willed, she's caring, she is spunky, she is energetic, she is rambunctious. She is 112% herself. She has never been anybody else. She can't be anybody else. She is her own human. She does things on her time, on her dime, okay? She, she's going to run the world, truly. I think all Taurus women should run the world. Um, unfortunately, her Leo rising really does come out a lot. Um, okay, so... I'm going to use Fifi as an example because she is literally my fear of a woman and, and she's my daughter. Like when I tell you fear of a woman, think of Fifi. Okay. She's a Taurus sun. She is earth. She is love. She is warmth. She is open. Okay. Her rising is in Leo. So you have your sun, which is your main zodiac sign, which is who you are born into. You are born into being... Um, in Phoebe's sense, like a Taurus, you're an earth sign. It's just, you are practical. You are hard headed. You are, um, curious, I guess. So earth signs are, they're just grounded. They're grounded people. Like they know, they know themselves. Capricorns, Taurus, Virgos. What do they all know? Anxiety. First of all, because you want to know why they have anxiety? Because they think so much. Because they don't, they want to be prepared. They are prepared people. They want to know about something before they jump into it. If you know an earth sign who is, um, jumps in head first, that's not their earth sign. That's their rising. Their rising is who they portray themselves to be. Like who they show themselves as. Who they want the public to know them as. Fifi, a Leo, Okay. A Leo rising. What's my least favorite sign? Leo. Leo women specifically. What is she? Leo woman rising. Okay. So she portrays herself to be as this confident, headstrong, um, oh, self-righteous, if you will, 
just just beautiful woman, well put together, right? And she's a mess, obviously, but her, so your moon is your emotions, your feelings, and shit, her moon is a Sagittarius, and she has so drama, drama. Fifi is drama. That is what a Sagittarius is, drama. But they're they're loving, and they're think of like. When I think of Sagittarius's, I think of like their feelings, like just punch you. They're like, feel my love punch, feel my hate punch. Like they just feel and they, they love their emotions. And it's like, they don't hide them. You know what I mean? They're, they're very just like open with who they are emotionally, which is why I was so attracted to Sam because back in the day I was not very emotionally open. I, I find people, especially men who are confident in their emotions, very attractive. Um, and that's how that came about. So it's just very funny. So Fifi is a Taurus sun, Leo rising, Sagittarius moon. So she's very, very stubborn. Very, um, think of a mother's love times five billion. Okay. And very confident within herself. Fifi is very, very confident. The issue is, is she doesn't think a lot of things through. She's not very, um, she doesn't think of consequences. She just kind of acts upon her thoughts. And then, you know, bada boom, bada bing, she gets in trouble. Nine times out of ten. She is, okay, let me tell you. Fifi was my second born. I had Fifi in 2018 i was mm, let's see not even 25 when i had her i was 24 24 years old i had my second child i'm not saying anything like that's bad because i know a lot of women who have had kids younger i know a lot of women who have had kids around the same age i i know women who have kids later in life um but I was in a very dark space. No, I shouldn't even say that. I just, I was under a lot. Okay. I was under a lot when I had Fifi. I had just started with the state. So I had no maternity time. I had no time to take. So I had to go with leave without pay. Mm. Thankfully, I was under the age of 26. So I was still on my mother's insurance. So it like, it like, thankfully, like practically it worked out. Like on paper, we were fine. Um, but um, Sam was going down a horrible spiral. Travis's services were finally, like, kicking in because he had just started walking. Because Travis didn't walk till he was 18 months old. Um, and we were, like, in brace appointments and neuro appointments. And, you know, I just had this baby. And Sam was going down a road and a path that I wasn't... I was just blindsided by like once, you know, time came and it just was, it was a lot. And mind you, I was the only, Sam was working. He was um, a tattoo artist, but he wasn't financially contributing to the household. Um, Unfortunately, that was like kind of me. Um, Again, I don't want to throw my dirty laundry out there or anything like that. I'm just trying to tell you like the stress that I was under when I had Fifi. Um, I was dealing with a husband who was going through addiction. Um, there was a point where things 
got a little too out of hand um, in July. That's kind of July of 2018 was probably like the worst time of my life. Um, that's when like things came to light, you know what I mean? Um, and it was just, it was just bad. But anyway, what I'm saying is Fifi to me is special and I'm probably going to get emotional when I say this, but I baby Fifi in certain ways because she has such a beautiful light. Okay. If you've ever met Fifi, you know, her presence, her presence is felt, Her aura is so loud with colors. I can't even begin to explain to you how beautiful of a child she is, right? All my children are beautiful, but Fifi holds a very different place in my heart because I felt, and I still feel this way, as a mother, I didn't connect with her for... Um, at least six months. I actually have a picture on my phone of, I took, I took it specifically, um, because in that moment, I finally felt like I liked her. Um, the first six months of her life were horrible, horrible. And she didn't get the attention she deserved. She didn't get the attention she needed. She didn't get the attention she should have gotten. And even though she, she didn't get those things, she sprouted to be the smartest, wittiest, funniest, like the greatest kid I've ever met. She is pure kid. She is a child. She's like so pure, right? But around all my kids' birthdays, I get really emotional because I I reflect as, as a mother, like, you know, how, how did this past year go? And her first birthday, I mean, I cried for weeks. I'm actually like in tears right now thinking about my daughter being four and thinking about what she went through for six months. And I'm not saying like anything horrible happened. I mean, well, she lost her dad and, um, she, she just didn't get the mother that I knew I could have been because at the time I was struggling with postpartum and I had no idea I was struggling because of everything that was going around me. I almost justified my mental health. I was like, well, you feel this way because you know, he's doing this or this is happening and that's happening and this happened and da, 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 da. So that's why you feel this way. And then when he passed away, my mental health, <laughs> obviously, I was distraught because I had lost my husband, but my mental health got a little bit better because he was who I worried about. So he took so much of my attention and I'm not saying he took away from my daughter, but he did. And, um, that was really hard. And, and I always feel like I cheated her out of a year of her life, like her first year. I felt like she didn't get the mom she deserved because my brain just wasn't and I wasn't mentally okay. And I also didn't connect with her. She was such a hard, hard baby to get to love. She didn't want to be held. Then she didn't want to be put down. She was colicky. She needed very expensive formula, which we didn't have a lot of money. So like, it just, it was hard. We were struggling. She wasn't sleeping. I had a son with special needs who was like just getting the ball rolling with all of his services. I had a dog. I had Layla. Um, 
who has always been crazy, but she was like literally the last on my list and I felt horrible for her and she just was crazy. Like she was absolutely crazy. She kept getting out. I was starting this new job. Um, uh, yeah, just, I had so much going on and I felt like the first six months of her life were robbed. She did. She didn't get what Rhea has. She doesn't, she didn't get what, what Travis had. And that's and it heart and it breaks my heart because though she deserves that, of all kids she deserves that. So sometimes, when she pushes me to these crazy points where like I finally have to just like literally scream for her to understand what I'm saying. Like last night we got in a huge fight, and I cried about it because I always do. Because you like as a woman and as a mother. I know from my my point of view, I hate yelling at my I hate getting to a point where I have to literally scream for them to understand me. Because I try like if you know me as a mom, like you know I'm like wicked chill. Like I'm really laid back. I let my kids do a lot of things. Um because I put, I want to put trust in them. I want them to understand like I know you're a kid. I know you're a person. Even though you've only been here like 4 years on this earth, it, you have a drive to feel some type of way. You have a drive to do things the way you want to do. Like, who the hell am I to not let you explore those feelings? But I also, like, give them direction when needed. <sighs> oh, Motherhood is fi- finding that balance. And... Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That was delicious. Sorry, I had to like hold it in my mouth. That was so good. Um, Motherhood is finding that balance. And I just, I just baby her because I just feel like there was such an important part of her existence that she got robbed of. And she's very special to me. All my children are very special for many different reasons. And mothers are magic. Women are magic because... If you're a mother, you you know what I'm talking about. If you're not a mother, you will know. If you don't want to be a mother, I totally respect that. People should have a choice. And I woke up this morning and apparently the Senate is trying to overrule the Roe versus Wade, which is the abortion rights. And um, I just want to make sure that I was right when Roe versus Wade overturned. Exclusive Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights. Draft opinion shows. So that's great. That's awesome. According to an initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel, obtained by must be overruled. Disgusting. So, um, motherhood is like. Oh, it's it's disgusting. <laughs> I love motherhood. I I would do it eight hundred times if I had the money. If I wanted to do that to my body, um, but I I'm also tired, and I I recognize that I need a break, um, which is why we're not having any more children because I'm already at my wit's end with three. I don't know what I where I'd be mentally with four, um, but Mother's Mother's Day is coming up. I hope you all do something special for your mother. I understand not everybody has a great relationship with their mother. If you are a mother and you are struggling um, and questioning 
whether or not you're doing a good job. Just know you probably are if you're wondering that. If you know, if you truly ever feel like you aren't doing a good job, you're probably doing it right. And if you feel a little too confident in the fact, um, that's weird. I think people who are so confident in being mothers, are they admirable? Absolutely. Do I think that people are weird because how could you not want to change and grow? Absolutely. That too. Um, my, my cousin, so Sam has two, Sam has a bunch of cousins, but the two that I'm closest with, their names are Samantha and Allie. So when I say my cousins, like it's really Sam's cousin. Um, my cousin Allie just had her second baby, beautiful baby girl. Um, and a family full of blondes, we finally have a brunette. Me, her husband, so Allie has her husband, Adam. He's a dark, dark-haired man. Samantha has her husband, Sam, who is also a dark-haired man. And my Sam married me, a dark-haired woman. So I just think it's funny that these three blondies all married dark hair, and then all of their kids have dark, or have blonde hair, except now Allie's second baby has beautiful head, of black hair just like her dad and I'm like finally not saying get rid of the blondes I'm just saying we need some representation in this family okay none of my kids have brown hair um Fifi and Trav kind of do they're like a dirty blonde um but they're definitely more blonde than they are brunette like I wouldn't call my kids brunettes at all um but what I'm trying to say is (sighs) motherhood is a crazy topic everybody does it differently we're all trying to do our best On Mother's Day, if you have a friend that you know, (laughs) sorry, um, has pregnancy loss, has pregnancy struggles, had, you know, a child and gave it up for adoption, had a shitty childhood and now is like doing their best as mom, think of them, especially mothers who didn't bring their children to this earth, okay? Because when I tell you that a mother's love is an immediate feeling, and I know some, and and, and I totally understand that some women just don't connect, and that's okay. I didn't connect to Fifi. Like, I knew I loved her in the womb. Like, I knew, like, I loved that baby, but I, when she was born, there was no connection. I like, I like couldn't find a way to love her. Okay. So it's okay to, to not have feelings. It's okay. As long as you acknowledge it and you work your hardest to find those feelings. Um, but there's just some, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Um, but the moms who yearn to be mothers, get pregnant and lose that child, those are the moms that are the strongest people you will ever meet in your entire life. To know that they are doing their absolute best. They are trying, trying, trying time and time again. And they are willing to put themselves through that heartbreak just for the perfect end result, which may not come for quite some time. Those women are who we celebrate. Because I personally don't know what it's like to lose a child, 
but I don't even want to imagine it. And so those women, my heart goes out to them and I celebrate them and I think about them all the time. And I love that their children are now little stars up in the sky. That's, I honestly, like, I know that sounds like so corny, but whenever I see stars, I think that they are the babies that didn't get to come Earthside. Because I think there's just so many stars. <laughs> and that's just what I like to believe. I like to believe that those are all little babies just waiting to come Earthside. And that's just how I get through my day. So let's remember mothers are rad, women are rad, we're, we're badass. I personally will let you know that I have been awake since 3 o'clock in the morning um, dealing with a diaper rash with Rhea. And I think I started off with telling you how white my baby is. Um, but Brian watched me in awe, which, and I'm not saying like, I know this, like he just tells me all the time, like how much of an amazing mother I am to his child. I mean, you know, he does take in the other two, but what I'm saying is he gets to experience like a love like that. And he's like, it's just so crazy to watch. I have been awake since three, rubbing my child's back to go to sleep, singing, you are my sunshine. And You Are My Sunshine is probably one of the most depressing songs. I It makes me cry every time I sing it. I will have you know that. I have sung it for almost, almost seven years because I'm counting like when Travis was in my womb. And if you sing the whole song, it's actually dis- dis- disgustingly impre- depressing and I hate it, but I love it at the same time. And it puts my kids to sleep every time I sing it. Um, I sing that song. And I rub the back of their neck. You know, you do like little ticklies. You do it on their arms or their legs or their forehead. Their forehead gets them going. And when I tell you, if I just tickle right in between their eyebrows and sing You Are My Sunshine, knocks them right out. So little mom tip for you. It happens to like literally everyone. Just make sure that your um your hands are soft because when they're calloused, the kids do not like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so fun little fact, um, I have to wake Fifi and Trav up in a little bit because again, it's her birth, it's her birthday, my little Taurus, um, turning four and I'm a little emotional today, but I wanted to get this episode out. Um, there's probably going to be another episode coming soon. I, as you guys know, I mean, last night or today, whatever, I have no idea even like a time of day, um, the Met Gala was out. And the outfits were stunning. Um, And honestly, like, even the ugly ones, they didn't disappoint me. The boring ones disappointed me. Um, Hailey Bieber, disappointing. Um, Who was the other one I posted? What's her name? Let's do this. Kylie Jenner was highly disappointing. That was her first fashion veil. Alexa Chung. She was boring, but she was so elegant. Oh, no. No. Oh my God. Hold on. Alexa, enough. See, this is why I have to whisper some things. <laughs> yeah. Alexa Chung at the Met Gala. Um, beautiful dress, beautiful woman, just blah. Um, who else? I, I think she was my most boring. Oh, I did not like Joe Jonas and his wife not a fan. Oh, but I will tell you my absolute favorite. 
I wish I am going to, I, I really hope that I don't, I think her name's Quana, Chasing Horse. Oh my God. Stunning. Stunning. My favorite of the whole night. I know she wasn't on theme. I totally understand that. She's just, you have to understand, she is just beautiful. She wore this beautiful blue tulle dress. Quana Rose, Quana Chasing Horse. Oh, she's stunning. She is, um, oh my goodness. I can't even, I can't even, um, read it because it's in her uh, native tongue, but she's just beautiful, beautiful. And I love it. So I will, I, I posted on my thing and it was like this guy in his like bonnet and like a glass of wine. It's like, it's just not giving gilded era couture. And, um, but that was me because who the fuck do I, what, if, what the fuck do I know about fucking couture? I know nothing about couture. The only thing I know about couture is, um, juicy couture. Okay. I know absolutely nothing. And the meme is, I don't know. It's just not giving gilded couture. And I'm like, that's very much me. Unfortunately, I'm not that great. So, um, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, Mother's Day. Get her a cheesecake. Get her flowers. Get her a spa day. We love complexions. Um, I don't personally like Kimberly's, but that's just because when I went there when I was pregnant, um, they basically just tickled my back and charged me like 200 bucks, and that sucked. And I didn't even get to use the pregnancy pillow, with all, which all you mamas know. I want that belly pillow. I want to lay on my stomach, okay? Um, get her a gift card to TJ Maxx, home goods. Um, get her a DIY project. Do not get her a vertical welcome sign. That's what I'm going to tell you. Don't get her that. Also, don't make her breakfast in bed. I personally do not want breakfast in bed. I hate breakfast in bed. Brian, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, do not do it. I know the kids are currently eavesdropping right now because I know they can hear me um, talking. So kids, if you're listening, do not make me breakfast in bed. I do not want it. I just want peace and quiet, but I also want to spend time with my family. It's a horrible, horrible web we weave. All right, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Please enjoy the day. I can't believe I'm posting on a Tuesday. It's not really my jam, but you want to know what today? It's my motherfucking jam. Oh my God, I have to change my calendars. Oh, so much to do. So much to see. All right, guys, have a good rest of your week. Bye.